Hi friends, welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Elena Davis. Thank you for joining in with me today. Today's episode is in response to a very common question that I'm asked, which is, which probiotic should I take? Or which probiotic do you recommend? And I've talked about probiotics in several different episodes, but I wanted to really consolidate my thoughts into one episode for you. So I'm gonna do that today. So without any further ado, Let's just get into it. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward Podcast, where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. My guess is that you probably know that probiotics are beneficial to our gut health and you may even be currently taking one, but I often get questions about which kind of probiotic I recommend or I think is best. There are tons of choices, whether you're just looking for something that you can quickly grab at Target or maybe it's something that you have been recommended by your physician or maybe you've seen online. There's a lot of options and so sometimes it's hard to know what is actually best for you. And before I answer that question, I do want to back up just a little bit and make sure we cover the why behind taking probiotics. I always want you to be educated on what you are putting into your body and why or even if you need it. So let's start there real quick. Our gut microbiome is an ecosystem within our bodies that is made up of trillions of microbes, some that are beneficial to our health and some that aren't so much. And just like with any other kind of ecosystem, balance is key in order for it to thrive. The same is true for our gut microbiome. Many factors of our day-to-day lives actually work against this balance. For example, a few of the most common issues that work against a balanced microbiome are our standard American diet. It's referred to as SAD for a reason. It is full of artificial ingredients, chemically processed foods, genetically modified foods, herbicides, pesticides, and all of these things work against the balance of the good microbes in our microbiome. Also, things like poor sleep quality, which is so common, chronic stress. I mean, hello, we just survived 2020 and almost have survived 2021. And then even overuse of medications like antibiotics, PPIs, which are often prescribed for acid issues like acid reflux, things like that, and then even antidepressants or SSI drugs. And while these are all necessary at times, they are still major contributors to an imbalanced microbiome. And there are many other factors that can contribute to dysbiosis or this imbalance in our gut microbiomes, including genetic factors. And we can discuss all of that in a different episode. I just wanted to reiterate the point that most of us do need to have probiotics in our daily regimen, whether from food sources or through a supplement. So let's look at a few important things to look for in a probiotic supplement. The first one is that it is a multi-strain blend that includes both lactobacillus and bifidobacterium strains 
of probiotics. And so when you are looking at the back, when you're looking at the label of the package, it should have many different types of strains on the package. It should not just list one or really even just two. You want to have a good mixture of especially those two different categories of probiotic strains. So the lactobacillus and the bifidobacterium strains. Those are going to give you the most benefit by having the the best amount of strains, the different types of strains that can be beneficial to your health. The next thing is the CFU count. And so that's going to be on the front of the label and it's going to say 5 billion, 10 billion, 25 billion, whatever the amount is. And that is going to be the amount of colony forming units within that probiotic. And so you often want that to be a very high number. I would say usually above 5 billion with a few exceptions, which I'll talk about in a second. And the reason for that is because these probiotic strains need to get through your stomach and actually into your intestines. And so a lot of them aren't going to make it. And so the higher that CFU count, usually the better result you're going to have. Now, like I said, there are a few exceptions. So depending on the type of probiotic that it is, there's probiotics that are raw, for example, and they're going to have a lower CFU count, and that's fine. They are designed in a way that helps them get past the um, stomach and into the intestines in a way that more of it will arrive to where it needs to go. Also, for spore probiotics, those are going to be a lower CFU count as well. And so there's a few exceptions there, but for a general probiotic usually you're going to want that CFU count to be high. I would say at least 5 billion. And then another really good thing to look for in a probiotic supplement is to use a brand that is third-party tested for both quality of ingredients and the end result. So you want to know that they're using good ingredients, but you also want to know that after all of the process that it needs to go through to get it into a supplement form, that you're still getting a good high dosage of the actual probiotics and you're not getting some you're not paying for something that really isn't going to do much for you because there's not a lot of actual probiotic left after it gets through all the processing. So you want to look at the company that you're buying from and make sure that it says they're third party tested for quality and for the end result as well. And then I also wanted to mention a couple of kind of pro tips for when it comes to actually taking the probiotic. So the first one is when you start taking a probiotic, whether it's the first time you're taking probiotics at all or the first time starting a different type of probiotic, you want to start with a small dose and then build your way up to the recommended dosage on the package. So if you turn the package over and it says take two capsules daily, don't start there. Start with one and see how your body does with one for maybe a week, and then you can build up to the two. So if you start a high dose of probiotics too quickly, you can actually have some negative side effects. It can cause some constipation or even diarrhea. Either way, Um, it can cause some digestive upset if it's just too much too fast. So be aware of that. And then also, It's important and really helpful for your microbiome if you rotate the blends or the types of strains that you're taking maybe every few months to ensure that you're including a really wide variety of strains and you're not just taking the same thing over and over and over and over for years. And 
one way that I usually recommend that my clients do that is they'll buy one particular probiotic that's usually a 30 to 60 day supply. Once they finish that one, I have them try a different one and maybe go to a whole different brand or a different strain, different blend within the same brand, but just to change it up. And then you could kind of go back and forth as you find a few that you feel like work really well for your body. Since we're talking about brands, I know that's going to be the next question. What are your favorite brands? So a couple of my favorite brands for probiotics are Mary Ruth Organics, which you've heard me talk about before, and Claire Labs, and that's Claire with a K. So Mary Ruth has both a general probiotic that really every member of the family can take. It's a raw probiotic, so you'll notice that that CFU count is lower, and that's okay in this case but it is a tasteless liquid probiotic and it's also shelf stable. So it doesn't have to be refrigerated. It's super easy to take and it's very budget friendly because every single member of your family can take it from the little kids to the adults and you just vary your dosage on that. They also have a few targeted probiotic blends that are relatively new. I actually haven't personally tried them, so I cannot personally recommend them, but you could also look into that as well. And then Claire Labs is my other go-to, especially for a more targeted probiotic blend or for someone who's really working hard at their gut health and they're maybe trying to really do a lot of healing to their gut health. I typically will recommend Claire Labs for my clients to start out there and then to maybe add Mary Ruth into their rotation. Claire Labs has a blend called Therbiotic Complete, and it is my absolute favorite and the one that I typically recommend for most of my clients to take while we're working together because it has a very wide spectrum of strains and it has a high CFU count. Now, they also have a couple other blends that I really like. They have an antibiotic support blend that I love for anyone who is either currently taking antibiotics or coming off of antibiotics to kind of do a little reset. Also, they have a blend called Target GBX that is specifically designed with strains that support the gut-brain connection. So this is great for well, just about everybody, but especially for people who may be dealing with mood disorders or anxiety and depression or really even some hormonal issues, that could be a great one for them to try. And both of these companies, both Mary Ruth Organics and Claire Labs, are third-party tested, and you can find their products either through their own websites or I think they both have little stores on Amazon where you can find most of their products. And this this isn't sponsored. Mary Ruth nor Claire has any idea I'm talking about it. This is just what I typically recommend to my clients and what I personally use myself. Now, before I wrap up today, I do want to mention one caveat when it comes to taking probiotics. If you have serious gut health issues like SIBO or leaky gut, it is not a good idea to just start taking a high dose of probiotics and and assume that it's going to fix it or that it's going to lessen your symptoms. If you are not also doing some work to heal your intestinal lining, you may actually experience a worsening of your symptoms. So please make sure that you're working with a professional who's trained in gut health, someone like myself, or maybe even a functional medicine nutritionist or a functional medicine physician who can really guide you through the process of healing your gut and help you know when is a good time 
to start on these high dose probiotics or more targeted strains of probiotics that might be best for you. So that's just my little caveat. I would hate for you to just start taking this high dose probiotic and then start having really bad symptoms and think, oh no, like this isn't working for me. That's not the case. You just are doing it out of order. So it's important to work with someone trained on that. So that really is it as far as my general guidelines for how to choose a probiotic. Knowing that there are tons of brands and tons of options out there that could be great for you, just knowing what to look for. So looking for multi-strain, looking for a high CFU count, making sure they're third-party tested, that is really going to help you to have a little more freedom of choice of knowing that it doesn't necessarily have to be this certain brand or even this certain blend if the probiotic is meeting those other criteria. And then the options of a few brands that I love, Mary, Ruth, and Claire, hopefully that gives you a few places to start if you really feel like you don't even know where to look. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you and you have learned something from today's episode. If so, please make sure that you leave a five-star rating and you leave a review on the podcast itself. This really does help other people to find the podcast and so that they can have help moving forward in their own health journey as well. That does it for me today, friends. Keep moving forward. Go love your people well, and I'll talk to you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.